0: Peace, Power, and Prosperity family. I already know what time it is. This is the Bitcoin block, but they're coming to you with an exclusive, I think. Um, this is going to be part one of what could be a three-part series. As of right now. It's a two-part series getting a little bit deeper into the DeFi or decentralized finance space and going over a couple of things just to clear up maybe some of the smoke, fog, confusion that may be out there. As it pertains to a number of the different decentralized platforms that are now available for individuals to use simply by accessing Web 3.0 through the use of either certain wallets or platforms such as the MetaMask protocol for desktop, which is now actually have been upgraded and is now testing out the beta form of their um, their mobile option as well as the trust wallet for the mobile option now also to keep in mind is that when accessing decentralized finance platforms, be it lending protocols, credit credit protocols, money market protocols you can also utilize hardware wallets such as the Ledger or the Nano so what I'm going to be using as a backdrop or as a forerunner, excuse me, uh, for the series is um, a medium story from a brother, Nas, Hassan, Hassan Nas. And it is entitled Crypto Credit and Lending Platforms. Are Your Funds Safe? And this is part one of his article. Now, as I read the article, I'm going to be adding on my own commentary as well. And giving my own first-hand experiences of some of the platforms that he may go go over that I'm already familiar with. So it starts off with, since its inception, the crypto market has been notorious for hacks, bugs, and scams that have resulted in serious loss for users. Exchanges, smart contracts, multi-sig wallets are among a wide variety of custody solutions that are ripe targets for hackers as they contain millions of dollars worth of crypto assets. The decentralized and pseudonymous pseudonymous nature of the blockchain makers, excuse me, blockchain makes for a less risky and easier target, both in the terms of cybersecurity sophistication and legal ramifications, especially in comparison to traditional systems. One of the emerging trends from the 2018 2019 bear market. Excuse me. Excuse me. Once again, one of the emerging trends from the 2018 2019 bear market was the eagerness by investors to get more from their active crypto holdings, passive income being of the highest order. This led to a considerable rise in demand for staking crypto assets, POS, DPOS, etc., and crypto lending. With the ascent and popularity of decentralized finance, or DeFi as those in the know call it, and the creation of many crypto credit and lending platforms, there are solutions to generate a steady revenue stream by lending your crypto assets. Alternatively, anyone looking to leverage, arbitrage, etc. can borrow assets as long as you deposit some collateral. Always remember, not your keys, not your coins. So in this sense, when they're speaking on leverage or arbitrage or borrowing assets and depositing collateral, um, simply stating that in order for you to become a debtor, you must also be the creditor, meaning that you are the secured party that is putting forth the credit or the collateral and giving forth the loan to the same individual being yourself. One of the cardinal rules in crypto is keeping custody of your own assets to avoid counterparty risk. Once a user decides to deposit his asset to an external custodian, he becomes subject to their security management. Crypto, credit, and lending platforms being no different whether decentralized or centralized. The objective of this two part medium is to cover the most popular platforms and the measures each project undertakes to keep your funds safe and secure. Part 1. Decentralized MakerDAO MakerDAO is the project behind the DAI Stablecoin system. The DAI Stablecoin is a collateral-backed cryptocurrency whose value is stable relative to the U.S. dollar. We believe that stable digital assets like DAI are essential to realizing the full potential of blockchain technology. Unlike other stablecoins, DAI is completely decentralized. Users can obtain DAI by buying it from brokers or exchanges. And DAI holders can utilize a special mechanic known as the DAI savings rate to earn a steady, low-risk return on their holdings. Maker is a smart contract platform on Ethereum that backs and stabilizes the value of DAI through a dynamic system of collateralized debt positions. Autonomous feedback mechanisms and appropriately incentivized external actors Maker enables anyone to leverage their Ethereum assets to generate DAI on the Maker platform. Once generated, DAI can be used in the same manner as any other cryptocurrency. It can be freely sent to others, used as payment for goods and services, or held as long-term savings. Importantly, the generation of DAI also creates the components needed for a robust decentralized lending platform. Now I'm going to scroll back and speak on the collateralized debt position or the CDP. And for those that may be confused as to how it works, um, we'll put it in perspective of almost how you would one would go about getting a loan from a bank, whereas you have to put up something of value for collateral, such as the title to a vehicle or maybe the deed to a house. And for you placing something of value forth, Up front, you are allowed a certain amount of debt to be issued to you in the form of U.S. dollars or Federal Reserve notes, and then you are able to utilize that loan in the form of debt, i.e., cash, in any way you want. As long as, well, no, you're able to use it as you want, and you're able to also come back and get your original asset that you put up as collateral, as long as you're able to pay back the debt within whatever the agreed upon time is within the contract, as well as any added interest that was put within the contract for you to pay. So within this platform, what you're doing is essentially opening up, we'll say, a bank account. Asking the bank for a loan, the bank saying put up collateral, you putting the collateral up and then receiving that loan. Now, the only difference within this mechanism is that you are the sole individual or entity doing each and every move as far as you are the one opening the account, you are the one funding account, and you are the one getting loaned from the account. And you are also the one that is owed from the account. So, um, the launch date of this platform being the MakerDAO platform, and DAO is DAO or D A O stands for De- decentralized autonomous um, organization. Um, it was launched December seventeenth, two thousand and seventeen. Uh, the supported assets as of right now are Ethereum, Dai, and MKR. Now more assets will be released on the multi collateral multi collateral die, um, which is the MCDS. Um, the borrowing APR at the time of this writing for DAI was nineteen point five percent. Total Ethereum locked in was one million seven hundred and ninety one thousand forty four ETH for a total of forty four no four hundred and forty eight million thirty eight thousand six hundred and thirty nine dollars the total die supply at the time meaning how much debt they have loaned out against the amount of collateral that they have is only at eighty two million two hundred and eleven thousand eight hundred and thirty two die and that was as of the fifth no the 20th of May 2019 the custody for this platform is open source smart contracts security measures now when you see custody being an open source smart contract it means it's just a smart contract that is interacting with your wallet so the funds never leave your wallet more so that they are locked into a smart contract that interacts with your wallet MakerDAO single collateral die and this is the security measures which i'm reading from MakerDAO single collateral die has gone through smart contract audits by three independent organizations White Hat, Trail of Bits, and Bok Consulting. All security reports have been published here. Smart contract security and best security practices, and they do have a link. Um, let's see. Okay, so it takes you straight to a GitHub. It gives you all the information. Proceeding with the story, it goes on to state, Smart contract security and best security practice have been the absolute highest priority of Dai development efforts since its inception. The code base has already undergone three independent security audits by some of the best security researchers in the blockchain industry. Beyond just good engineering and best practices, the strongest tool to defend against hacks is formal verification. Formal verification means creating mathematical specifications of the intended behavior of the systems alongside mathematical proofs that the code base implements behavior that is identical to the intended behavior with no unintended side effects. The DICO code base is the first ever code base of a decentralized application that has been formally verified. A short-term goal is to also create a completeness proof which is a mathematical proof that shows it is impossible to create any other behavior than exactly the behavior of the mathematical specification of the system. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, this is the overview. There's a reason why MakerDAO is one of the most reputable crypto projects, and it comes as no surprise that they take smart contract security very seriously. With over 1.5% of Ethereum locked in CDPs or collateralized debt positions, any breach of the smart contracts would be the most catastrophic event for the Ethereum ecosystem since the DAO hack and a big taint for the reputation of crypto altogether. With such high stakes involved, the maker teams are doing a stellar job in mitigating the risk in regards to smart contract hacks by completing multiple audits and publicly releasing them, open sourcing the code, engaging with the community through different mediums, and conducting formal verification of multi-collateral die before release. Furthermore, to encourage smart contract, proper smart contract safety, they intend to publish educational material on their formal verification technology so that blockchain developers can reuse it. This is a huge contribution to the whole ecosystem and the type of positive practice which makes this industry move forward. Since the launch of Single Collateral DAI in December of 2017, the system has been run properly without any significant risk to users. Earlier this month, Zeppelin found a critical vulnerability in the Maker Governance voting contract putting at risk MKR located within this specific contract but at no point jeopardizing the security of the DAI stablecoin system. To minimize risk even further, MakerDAO users author mechanisms such as the debt ceiling mechanic and global settlement as a means to stop the system from becoming too big to fail. And this is interesting that they've put this mechanism in as it is quite Like the debt ceiling that the United States itself is actually reaching right now, whereas um, anyone that pays any attention to what's going on, I believe the Secretary of the Treasury. Let me see who said it. Okay, so we're saying that they have now the House has now approved a two-year debt ceiling and budget. Um but anyway, the debt ceiling is the limit that Congress imposes on how much debt the federal government can carry at any given time. If the revenue isn't enough, the treasurer secretary must choose between paying federal employees' salaries, social security, and a number other a number of other expenses. It goes on to say that um when the debt ceiling is reached, the U.S. Treasury Department cannot issue any more Treasury bills, bonds, or notes. It can only pay bills it receives. Ta- it can only pay bills as it receives tax revenues. If the revenue isn't enough, the secretary, the Secretary, must choose between paying federal employee salaries, Social Security benefits, or the interest on the national debt. The National's debt limit is similar to the limit your credit card company places on your spending, but there's one significant difference. Congress is in charge both of both its spending and debt limit. It already knows how much it will add to the debt when it approves each year's budget deficient. When it refuses to increase the debt limit, it's saying it wants to spend but not pay its bills. That's like your credit card company allowing you to spend above its limit and then refusing to pay the stores for your purchases. Very interesting. Getting back into the MakerDAO system, they go on to state that global settlement stops the normal functionality of the system, and instead allows Dai and CDP holders to claim a fixed amount of ETH equivalent to the net value of their Dai or CDPs in the block global uh, in the block global settlement is activated. Interesting. Next, we move on to Compound, which is a platform that I am very very well um, versed. In as it, I have been utilizing it over a number of uh, months and seeing the implementation of it as it gets added to other protocols. Um, so, the platform is called Compound and it is a money market protocol on the Ethereum blockchain. For those that are interested, you can go check compound.finance, c o m p o u n d.finance, f i n a n c e. Compound is a money market protocol, protocol on the Ethereum blockchain, allowing individuals, institutions, and applications to frictionlessly earn interest on or borrow cryptographic assets without having to negotiate with a counterparty or a peer. Each market has dynamic interest rates, which afloat in real time as market conditions adjust. Meaning that as supply and demand for each asset that you're able to collateralize and get a loan off of, the interest rates are compared to the fluctuation or the supply and demand of the asset itself. Now, this was launched September um, 27, 2018. The supported assets as of right now are basic Attention token, DAI, Ethereum, Um, Rep Republic, which is um, Augur, if I'm not mistaken. No, Rep is Augur, not Rep Republic, excuse me. I'm thinking of Ren Republic. Um, Rep, which is Augur, USDC, and ZRX. Now, the borrowing APR, right, which is annual percentage return, which is what you have to give back for borrowing. For BAT, it's 2.33%. For DAI is 13.11%. Ethereum is 1.55%. Rep is 2.13%. Hmm. Let me see. The uh, borrower APR, basic attention token, is 2.33%. DAI is 13.11%. Ethereum is 1.55%. Rep is 2.03 percent, USDC is 8.94 percent, and ZRX is 2.3 percent. Now, what's that? What that means in a nutshell is that is the percentage that you will pay back on top of the amount you borrow. Just to just put it in easy perspectives, we can use DAI or USDC for instance. If you borrow 100 DAI and you have to pay back 13.11 percent at the end of the year, that means you pay back. 13 die, or 13.11 die, meaning if you borrow 100, at the end of the year, you come back with 113.11. So, now on the other hand, on the other hand, you have Lend APR, meaning if you lend out, this is the APR that gets paid back to you. For basic attention token, it is 0.02%. For DAI, it is 7.98%. For Ethereum, it's 0.11%. For REP, it's 0%. For USDC, it is 3.59%. I apologize for that. We froze up for a minute. Um, so, and these stats are as of May twenty fifth, two thousand and nineteen. The total supply volume was thirty million seven hundred and thirty four thousand three hundred and eighty five dollars. Total borrow volume was only five million five hundred and forty two thousand three hundred and thirty nine dollars. Um, the custody is open source smart contracts. The security measures. Compound Protocol has gone through two smart contract audits by independent organizations. Prior to deploying the protocol to the Ethereum mainnet, the protocol was audited by Trail of Bits, which also audited MakerDAO and Certora, Ursatora. All contract codes and balances are publicly verifiable. Over, overview. Compound was one of the first credit platforms to introduce decentralized lending and borrowing crypto assets on the Ethereum blockchain. It was quick to gain in popularity for offering a simple way to engage with money markets. Ideal for anyone looking to access a liquidity pool without the need of creating an account and verification key. The dynamic interest rate and in regular block payments, meaning that you get paid out every block, block cycle, not... It doesn't take a year for you to get payments. So every, what is it, 15 seconds? 15 minutes, 15 seconds? I believe it's every 15 seconds, which is every block cycle for Ethereum, you receive a small micro amount of a payment. Um, Okay, it goes on to say, It was quick to gain in popularity for offering a simple way to engage with money markets. Ideal for anyone looking to access a liquidity pool without the need of creating an account and verification. The dynamic interest rate and regular block payments enticed many users to, to deposit funds. In just eight months post-launch, there's around 24 million crypto assets held in the smart contract. Thus far, there have been no loss of funds reported. However, in December of 2018, it was discovered that the protocol did have a technical bug leading to a halt of borrowing. Let me see. Um, Thus far, no hacks. Um, Thus far, there have been no loss of funds reported. However, okay, they talk about the technical bug. Alerted by an honest community member, the Compound team was quick to react and eliminated the risk for users' funds without any losses. One of Compound's key strengths lies in their open and transparent communication with the community. The team is regularly active on Discord and welcomes feedback on their product and development. As a disclaimer, they state multiple times that the protocol is experimental technology. The risks are not fully understood yet, and users should not put more than they can afford to lose. With only one incident on record since launch, it appears as though... Right? Compound... Okay, here we go. Compound are using all necessary means to keep users' funds safe. Although the code is publicly available, a release of the security and its and audits will be a plus. With V two hanging, with V two having launched recently, it's expected that the protocol will experience further growth. So security. Is of paramount importance. Goes on to, okay, now they're going on into Dharma, which is another DeFi protocol. Dharma is a peer-to-peer lending marketplace that enables users to easily borrow and lend cryptocurrency from anywhere in the world, instantly and affordably, all the while retaining full control over their funds. This was launched April 8th, 2019. That was their public launch. Interesting. Four 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 four. April eighth is you know forty four, and of course it's the fourth month. Um, supported assets, and for those that may be new to listening to the show, I'm uh, deeply into numerology, specifically the number four, as it relates to my uh, celestial being on this uh, planet. Anyway, supported assets are Ethereum, Dai, and USDC. Borrowing APR, meaning how much interest you have to bring back from borrowing, is two point five percent with Ethereum. With DAI it's eleven percent and with USDC it's eight percent. It is the exact same for lending. So you lend you earn what you lend and lend what you earn. Available. Hmm. Let me see. Interesting. The available supply volume right now is uh one million six hundred and eighty seven thousand. Outstanding borrow volume is eight million three hundred thousand. There's over nine hundred and seventy one loans have been issued in the past thirty days with principal amount of forty point four point four million. Um and this was as of fifth the twentieth of may twenty nineteen. The custody once again is open source smart contract and the security measures um, state that Dharma has gone through three smart contract audits by independent organizations, leaders do face technical risk by sending their money to our smart contracts. These contracts have been audited by Zeppelin, Trail of Bits, and ZK Labs. As an overview, Dharma is relatively similar to Compound in being a decentralized, Ethereum-based credit market accessible to anyone. By simply creating an account, users can borrow or lend crypto assets immediately. However, there are key differences within the design of each protocol. Dharma utilizes a peer to peer model. Hmm. Okay, there we go. Dharma utilizes a peer to peer model where a debtor, and creditor will enter a debtor a debt agreement through the Dharma smart contracts. Essentially, there is a match between both parties. The mechanisms built into the smart contracts will ensure that the terms of the loans are enforced, and the debtor's collateral is taken under custody. Currently, Dharma supports a ninety-day maximum duration and fixed release. Um, let me see. Where do I leave off at? da. da, da, da. Since the model. Okay. Dharma. There we go. Currently, Dharma supports a 90-day maximum duration at fixed interest rates. And this will change in the future to offer more flexible to users. Whereas, Compound has a pooled contract address where all funds are stored. Dharma gives each user a personal contract address that interacts with the protocol. This offers some degree of security for users because if a vulnerability is found and exploited, the funds will be distributed on multiple contract addresses. This makes the process of emptying them much more complicated than having it all in one-eye address. However, this comes with trade-offs, as there's a degree of centralization in the way the system is designed. Let me see... With a borrower or lender, when a borrower or lender sends assets to a supplied address to initiate a Dharma loan, the receiving address contains a contract that interacts with a watcher script located on, the centralized, on a centralized Dharma server. If the watcher process goes offline or fails to use the correct gas price when redirecting the funds, the assets can be stuck under transaction until the transaction is resubmitted, which is currently done by the Dharma team. While this entails a temporary potential loss of control of funds for Dharma users as their assets may sit in the smart contract system waiting to be processed, the Dharma team cannot steal the funds as they do not control users' private keys. At a future date, Dharma plans to publish documentation allowing users to process transactions themselves if they so desire. This signifies that there are currently a single point of failure within the system design. In the event that Dharma servers or team are unable to resubmit a transaction, there is a potential risk to a user's funds. This risk should be eliminated once they publish a way for users to transact by themselves. Since launch, Dharma has been operational without issues and has processed millions of dollars worth of loans. The team is very responsive and active on Telegram. Aside from the technical risk outlined above, They've managed to build a reliable and user-friendly platform, which explains their quick rise in popularity. And final thoughts. Decentralized credit markets are a novel experiment, but they give a small glimpse into the disruption unfolding before us. According to the World Bank, globally, 1.7 billion adults remain unbanked. Yet two-thirds of them own a mobile phone that could help help access financial services. Digital technology could take advantage of existing cash transactions to bring people into the financial system. Today, greater access to financial services is slowly becoming a reality. Almost anyone who has access to the Internet can now purchase a tokenized USD, DAI or USDC, and earn interest rates by lending it on a decentralized protocol without needing to pass any credit cards. Um, without KYC, AML, even though there are still many barriers to accessibility, there's great progress. This is great progress in achieving financial inclusion for all people. Whilst there are these are very exciting developments, new technology comes with risk factors requiring extra caution. In this case, all three protocols MakerDAO, Compound, and Dharma functioning using open source smart contracts in Ethereum. If history has taught us anything in their current state, smart contracts are still inherently difficult to build and prone to bugs and vulnerabilities that can be exploited by bad actors. Undoubtedly, in the past few years, we've seen a tremendous advance in research and technical knowledge on smart contract security, and the results are apparent. there are fewer smart contract smart smart contract hacks. the industry standards for security have matured significantly. And this will garner trust. Let me see where I leave off at. And they have developed, where I leave off at. Okay, and they will garner trust from institutions, organizations of people or people looking to use the technology. Nonetheless, even though the team behind these protocols have undertaken all the necessary steps in terms of testing processes, audits, and bug bounties, the threat is constant, so caution is advised as the classic saying goes. Never invest more money than you can afford to lose. As a side note, a recently launched project has interesting implications for these DeFi protocols. Nexus Mutual will offer insurance to cover smart contracts in case of any loss of funds. And I will be doing a build on Nexus Mutual once my due diligence has been done, meaning a review of the platform, a look, in-depth look at utilizing after use, I will come through and do a full review. Part two will cover the collateralized alternatives of crypto credit and lending platforms such as BlockFi, Celsius, Cred, and Nexo. And those are, the, these are, those are the centralized alternatives. What we went through right now were just the decentralized platforms. And to keep in mind, even though the platform is not covered in this article, there is a platform out there that combines two of the three, two of the three, two of the three, two of the three, two of the, uh, three yeah, two of the three um, platforms. One being MakerDAO and the second one being Compound. So, a review of that platform will be done shortly. Um, I hope that this was a well-written, well-read introduction to the crypto credit and lending platforms within the decentralized finance space. Um, A more in-depth look will be followed up as the days and weeks and months go by of utilizing these platforms and i'm able to give back more feedback on the outcomes of them until the next one this is the bitcoin block bully representing new money matrix podcast peace power and prosperity family i am out of here